0: I'll see I cut you my way, you way, out way out, podcast. Tune us in. We only cry oh. like, like. Uh, I put the clippers in my hand. I, and I, I got a whole different plan. I, I, I got to see how this play out. Hoping that it pay out. Trying to cut my way out. Yeah. I put the clippers in my hand. I, and I, I got a whole different plan. I, I, I got to see to I used to dream as a kid on the porch of the crib and make it big and one day endorse where I live
1: and welcome back to another episode of the I cut my way out podcast podcast celebrating barber culture I am at Kenneth Jinx one on IG at Ken Jinx on Facebook and I am joined by my brother Esteem gracious Colleague and the brains and the barber behind the show. Go ahead and take them away and sh- give them your addies right quick.
2: All right. I appreciate it. I'm Ashra Knox on Facebook, um, A underscore Knox, the barber four on Instagram, also beard underscore culture number four on Instagram, and our joint page at I cut my way out underscore pod on Instagram.
1: Yep, and again, this is the I Come Away Out podcast. We are everywhere where you can listen to podcasts, most notably YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeart. Just put us in your preferred search engine, and we should rise to the top. Thank you all for rocking with us. We are forever indebted to you all. And before we get into today's show, just how have you been since we last recorded?
2: Man, everything has been good, man. Just, just steady grinding, man. Trying to, trying to make it happen. Awesome. Yourself,
1: man. I'm doing real good. You know, we in Illinois, so this weather is starting to perk up. So my vitamin D and and all my little, you know, winter depression <laughs> is is going by the wayside. And right, you know, I'm. So it's, t- it's turning up. the corner. It's turning the corner.
2: That's so that's what's
1: up. Yeah. So yep and we have a, a special guest today um you know i i, I like, ready? yeah i like uh gonna be able to talk to a, a a young lady in the uh industry and so this is gonna be um exciting for me um i gotta make sure i'm i'm careful so you know, <laughs> yeah but, but go ahead and take yeah, it away
2: okay okay so today we have um, a very, very special guest um, for our listeners. Super excited. Um, this young lady is a barber at the Smash City Grooming Lounge um, in Houston, Texas. Um, she is the definition of, of leveling the playing field. Um, so many times we, um, in our industry, it's male dominated. So it's you know often classified male, female, um, but just scrolling through her Um, Instagram page. um, I would put her skill level against any male uh, that I see in the world. She's just extraordinary um, from a skill standpoint. Um, She also has shown that gender doesn't matter um, in the industry. She's, like I said, A1. Um, She comes from Texas. And without further ado, we would like to introduce Ashley. Um, on Instagram at u4 underscore phase. How are you doing, Ashley? I'm
3: doing good. How are you guys doing?
2: Doing well. We, we are we are happy and excited to have
3: you. I'm happy that you guys brought me on to this. I'm
1: excited. <laughs> this is my first podcast, so is I'm it? excited. Okay, Yay! okay. All right, so, so, all right. So, so just to add a little context, when I said I have to be careful, in like one of our first, one of our second or third episodes, I said something. That uh, I knew I messed up when I said it. I'm not going to repeat what I said, but um, you know, I, I was just kind of like, you know, had made a, a a reference with you know barbershops being the the male country, the black man's country club you know, I had said something and I knew right in the moment that it wasn't...
3: really, like, oh no, what did I yeah, do? Like, right. Yeah, if, if we have some yeah. female
1: listeners, I, I'm going right. to catch something for that one. So,
2: And, and it went, <laughs> and it went we, we we smoothed it over and, and basically it was just the wording, um, but it wasn't taken out of context. Um, every, everybody, I think, understood what, what he meant. Yeah. Um, so so we're going to jump right off um, into this interview, like I said, extremely... Um, excited, and so can you tell the listeners a little bit about who Ashley is, um, where where you're from, um, when's the first time you picked up a pair of clippers, and what attracted you to the to the profession? Um,
3: my name is Ashley. To begin with, all right. <laughs> I um, I consider El Paso, Texas, home, but I actually okay. I was originally born in Las Cruces, New Mexico.
1: Okay, and
3: I grew up in a small town in a farm called la mesa new mexico it was it's like 40 minutes out from el paso so i was always familiar um but yeah i lived in el paso my adult years um the first time i really started cutting hair was in beauty school i didn't really pick it up until then so i was 17 18 years old
2: okay yes okay so so what what attracted you and um, made you want to go to beauty school, being that you had never picked clippers up at that point in time?
3: You know, I originally went to school to do women's hair.
2: Okay.
3: And I hated it. So, really? <laughs> uh, yes. So I had to pick up something else. I'm like, nope. no, there's no way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. What, yes. what about it? What was it that you didn't like?
3: Um, I just wasn't interested in learning more about it. Um, you see, when I cut hair, I when I do men's haircuts, and um, let's just say I, I've made mistakes before. So um, whenever I do make a mistake, I feel confident enough to or intrigued enough to say, well, let's fix this or let's make this look better. If I mess up on a woman's haircut or a woman's color, I'm just not as interested. I'm kind of like, well, I can recommend you to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not as passionate about it. I okay. would say that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's
2: cool. So, so after you finished, um, so so you attended cosmetology school. Yes. Okay. So after um, realizing that that your lane was barbering and that's what you were passionate about, kind of tell us about your your journey um, from that point on um, up until your transition that 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 you've made now.
3: Well. You see, when I realized I didn't like to do women's hair, I was about two months out from graduating school.
1: Mm.
3: So I really contemplated in doing something else. Okay. Which, yeah, which was at the time I wanted to do psychology, okay. which, I went, which I went for three semesters. And I just stopped because I realized I found something I liked in the industry. Okay. Um, so when I was in school I had a friend a barber friend and he was he's really good okay. so he told me you should try doing men's haircuts and I'm like oh, I don't know if I would be good at it you know <laughs> it's really intimidating because you know it's one of those things where you have to get it right and then if you don't you just have to wait for the hair to grow out of course but yeah so he was the one that pretty much taught me everything he knew at the time I picked it up and I didn't look back since
2: okay that's what's up that's what's up okay so um what was the first shop outside so so you finished so you didn't go to bar- barber school you just finished cosmetology school correct yes. so so then what was the first shop that you actually worked at?
3: you're gonna laugh <laughs> <laughs> i actually worked at sport clips for a really yes wow. i
2: worked at sport clips why oh, i said wow okay, okay. yes
3: um it's re- no one really expects that because it's like really sparkles you know what i mean right. it's like a really cookie <laughs> cutter company right. where they really rush the haircuts they don't really add detail uh, well mm. at least where i work okay. um, they would push like 15 minute haircuts no matter what you're doing really? you have to get them out yeah it's just really different which is why i eventually branched out to a barbershop because i knew there wasn't okay. one i was looking for
2: okay so so, so a, an assembly line of sorts Wow. yes mm-hmm. 15 minute cuts they, they would have fired me
3: <laughs> yeah they almost fired me <laughs> man
2: <laughs> so so from that point on so you, so you moved in, into um a barbershop and, and how long were you at that particular one at
3: the second barbershop i was there for about seven to eight months
2: okay, okay. yeah
3: mm-hmm. okay that was already in el paso texas
2: Okay cool. So mm-hmm. So overall, how long have you have you been cutting um, up to this point? Four, four
3: and a half years. It'll be wow. five years in August.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes wow. okay. So, speaking Truly of get, get, go, ahead. go ahead.
1: Speaking of El Paso, we actually have a, a friend here in where we live that actually is a, a military guy and he spent the last seven years of his uh, tenure in the army. Um, in El Paso so we're kind of familiar with there being a big army base yes um, did you cut a lot of military people hair when you at, at Supercuts as well as your shop
3: um no actually I think uh, most military just stick to the barbershops
1: so they don't um, need the, bar- the, the, the the euphoric fade that you give right <laughs>
3: No, I didn't actually have military clientele until I um, drafted. I mean, I went to a barbershop.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. Cool. So your, your Instagram name um, is super unique and dope. Um, Thank you. Once I've seen that, it, it, it really jumped out. Tell us about the name and how you came up with
3: it. Um, it was so hard to come up with it because I used to just have Ashley Okay. Um and for a while, for so long, I swear, for like about a year, I was like, I need to change my name. I need to change my name to something catchy, and I changed it like a week before coming up with Euphoric to mm-hmm. Ashley the Goat. But then okay. like, every time I would get a, <laughs> a notification, it would make me cringe. I was like, this right. isn't me. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? <laughs> so, um, me and my husband were just finishing up this show uh, called Euphoria. Okay. And I was about to change my name to Aesthetic Fades because I wanted okay. something more girly, but at the same time that represented who I am. Okay. Um, and then my my husband, he was just like, well, what about Euphoric? I was like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I love that. And it just stuck ever since.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's a dope name. That's, Thank you. that's ex- extremely catchy. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, so So you talked about, you know, you wanted to have a name that was still a little girly but also represented um who you are with Mm -hmm. being you know being a barber in in, um once a a male dominated arena and and it's starting to you know hit that curve you're seeing more and more um you're seeing more and more um female barbers Mm -hmm. do you do you feel a need to prove yourself from a skill standpoint what what drives you um to be the best barber that you can be
3: um you know, in the beginning of my career, I definitely had to prove myself a lot more, I felt. Mm-hmm. I felt like every mm-hmm. single client was such a struggle, you know, they would be looking right. at the mirror every five seconds, like, oh my mm-hmm. God, I messed up yet? Like, you know, I would have to pay attention to any detail because any person that walked in the shop, I stood out because I was the only female there. Okay. You know? and I felt like I had to go the extra mile to prove myself all the time. Right. Right. But, you know, as time came along, I gained more confidence and it kind of became like, like, not that I didn't care, but I was okay with people not trusting me because right. I knew what I had to offer and I knew that my work spoke for itself. So after a while, clients just, they really felt comfortable with me without me even, I guess, cause they saw the confidence and right. before I didn't really have that. Right. Um as far as what keeps me driven, I feel like um holding myself accountable keeps me really driven. Um I'm really big on discipline when it comes to my career. Okay. So I don't allow myself to settle for the bare minimum. So that's, I feel like
2: that's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. So with that being said, like like you know, them looking in the mirror. Every five minutes. Is there any time that stands out um, that you had a, a client that doubted your skill? And once they got out of the chair, they were just in amazement.
3: Yes, this actually happened at Smash's shop just like two days ago.
2: <laughs> wow, wow. <Yes.
3: laughs> it all the time. Yeah. Like, they just look at me like, Are you sure you can do this? Especially <laughs> because. I guess because I'm, like, super girly and I'm petite. You know, I'm super short. Most of my clients are, like, six foot tall. And, you know, I'll be, like, tippy-toeing, lining them up. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, a lot of people questioned me and doubted me. But once they get out of that chair, they come out super happy. They rebook. They become weekly clients. So I'm not worried about it.
2: That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, You said that that was... You just made this transition and they're they warming you up a little bit, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Can
1: um, we talk about the transition? Um, we,
2: we, I got some questions okay. in there, Jinx, that, if you don't mind. I'm, I'm a transition. Okay, cool. Um, so w- what is your opinion um, just in regards to how people tend to classify the, the male-female barbers instead of just classifying everybody as barbers. Is, is it an expectation? Do you understand it? Does it bother you? Um how do you feel? Mm,
3: you know, I'm a very how do I say this? I'm I feel like I'm a mediator in everything in my life. So mm-hmm. I understand both sides. You know, okay. I know that at some point a lot of a lot of people have been through like situations where, you know, no matter where they went, female Client, female people,
1: female people I'm sorry, <laughs> no, female you good. barbers, mm-hmm. female
3: people, female barbers have not always. I guess like before, it wasn't as common. Okay, so I can see why it's intimidating, right? But right. now I feel like really, it's twenty twenty one. It shouldn't right. be something where oh, you're the best female barber or you're the best female this. I'm like, I can't just be like you know a good barber right, <laughs> I right. Can't just, and, you know what I mean I don't feel right. like it should be something that it should be well he's the best male and then she's the best female like I right. feel like we all have ha- like gained a skill set to the point where you know it's barber against barber whether it's, it's a female or male
2: bottom bottom line and my thought yes. with, with with female barbers I've always thought and and I hope my um, my barber brothers don't, don't, don't slice me up, but I've always felt like women are just more detailed. Right. And so it's not surprising. I'm not
3: biased, but yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, so it's not surprising to me that as the industry has evolved, we have so many cold female barbers. It's, it's not surprising because you guys are are really detailed that that's to me, that's, that's what you guys do. You're you're very detailed. And so that, that Mm -hmm. stands out. You know when you're when you're cutting hair because once you get the, the basics down it's just about you know really paying attention to detail yes. so it, 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 it's not surprising i, I saw a, a um post that smash um put up just basically saying hey you know we're not we, we're not classifying here it, it's going to be barbers straight up and down that, that that's what we're doing we're, we're not classifying male female great barbers and and, and you know you definitely belong um in, in that class your work stands out
1: oh thank you yep,
2: absolutely so james I know you had a question
1: no no go ahead uh okay I, okay I mean it's it's yeah i i know I'm gonna I'm get it off just
2: okay I, okay so you like I said and, and I've said it time and time again and you you're extremely to me as I look at your work I've seen a couple of cuts in January of 2020. And your transitions were amazing. And I think there's, I think they're, they're good barbers that work hard to become good barbers. And I think that they're gifted barbers. As I'm watching your work and you tell me that you're four and a half years in, um, I would definitely put you in that class of gifted. Um, it just looks like you that, that's a talent that you have. Not that you don't work at it, but you, you're definitely gifted when did you realize that you had a true gift and this is what you wanted to do for a career at what point did it really hit you
3: you know I actually didn't cut hair for a full year Mm. because I had an accident Mm. and when I got back from that accident and I started cutting hair again it was kind of like a spark, I would say. Okay. I realized how much I miss cutting hair and how mm. much I really loved it. Okay. And I think at that point, I realized that I'm never ever gonna do the bare minimum with my career. Um, okay. I'm never not gonna take new clients. I'm never not gonna do the extra the most for my clients to be happy in my chair. You know, I'm gonna build relationships with my clients. I'm gonna do the most with everything that I do with my career. And
2: that's because I'm grateful that I can still cut hair. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say when when you ended, it sounds like maybe it it really hit you. Like, look, as easy as I'm able to do this, it can be gone in any second. Yes. Just so 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 realizing that gift and not taking it for granted. I'm I'm glad you were able to, um, you know, come back from from you know your injuries and and do what you do. That's Thank what's you. up. So, before we talk about your, your transition, we're going to get into that in just a second. Um, I see you, you, you have, and, and, and I'm watching just in this last week, with um, just the promotion, your transition, already I'm looking and, and your followers are jumping up really quickly. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, who are some of the barbers, and, and, and you already have a solid following, just a really good barbers um, and notable barbers in the industry. Mm -hmm. Outside of Smash, who are some of the barbers in the industry that you look to as mentors, um, being that, you know, we're in an era where we can follow barbers through Instagram and see their work?
3: You know, it's really hard for me to find somebody that's like I see as a mentor because I've come across a lot of barbers that I feel don't have the right values
1: in Mm.
3: the barber industry. Mm. But I do have a couple. Um aside from Smash, of course. Okay. The I like um the Hawk Vision on Instagram. Absolutely. You know, he's really he's amazing, you know, the way he carries himself, the value he has. Um Rob the original, he's really big. You know he's really well known in El Paso, aside from okay.
2: the fact that you know he's Mexican. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna and he ask
3: amazing work. Yeah. Uh, Kay Duncan grooming.
2: Um, Absolutely,
3: a lot of wisdom. Um, so yeah, yeah. It, it, those are the couple that I have.
2: Okay, good deal, good deal. Were you about to say something, James?
1: Yeah, so I, I was gonna ask, uh, you know what your nationality was. So you kind of like. Uh- you know, kind of yes. bigged up the Mexican uh, you know. so so you're so um before we before we do move on like what is the the barber I mean just the, the scene in El Paso as far as um really excelling, what did that exist in El Paso or no?
3: You mean to grow like an in industry? To, to
1: grow to just be to reach your to reach your potential. Was it there in El Paso?
3: I think you know, I feel like you can definitely learn a lot in El Paso because it's pretty
1: big. It's almost like a million people, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, and especially with the Fort Bliss base, you know, you get a lot of vers- versatile clients. Um the only thing with El Paso is it is small compared to the bigger cities like houston so i felt like even if you can grow in el paso that you do hit a plateau where Mm. you're just okay now what you know what i mean um so i felt Mm. like a bigger city like houston would help me out a lot in my career um yeah okay but you can definitely learn a lot in el paso there's so many good barbers out there so many
1: because we have a we have a friend and shout out to Hub uh, Burnett. Um I know he listens every, you know when he can. So um and you probably wouldn't have crossed paths because he's been, you know, gone. He's older and he's been gone uh, longer than you've mm-hmm. been cutting. But uh I've never been but agreed <laughs> to <okay>. come on <laughs> and the fact that you were from <laughs> El Paso, it was it was a few things just kind of crept in my mind. I wanted to get the Posts of El Paso from somebody else you know besides oh, okay. them and so that's sort of what some of the questions are that I'm coming up with but I know you have some uh, questions about the transition and that, that I want to piggyback off of so okay.
2: okay. yeah. so, so you're from El Paso so currently um, you join the, the Smash City um, barbering team um yes. kudos and congratulations.
3: Thank um, you.
2: That is a big move. Um, I seen the shop on Instagram and I was in complete awe. I'm like, he 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 took that to another level. He he raised the bar in, in the industry with with that shop. Um
3: he really did. Yeah,
2: seriously. <laughs> yeah. So with with you working with one of the best barbers in the industry, like I said, even as a barber, I love giving um props and credit to 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 other barbers and for me he, he's my number one barber um, in the industry so how did that whole opportunity come about
3: you see i had actually messaged um a couple of people from houston okay. uh, because i wanted to be more familiar on the high-end barbershops over here because okay. i was already planning on moving to houston
1: Okay, um, okay.
3: I wanted to look around, see which ones were good, see which ones were not that good, because mm-hmm. I felt like my skill set was already at the point where I can pick and choose where I want to work. So I messaged his son because he was working at a barbershop and I saw his work was really good. So right. um, I messaged him and I asked him where he was working and if he mm-hmm. would recommend that place or if he knew of any other barbershops that. Um, that he knew of just right. to start getting familiar because I'm not so familiar with Houston. Right. So that's when he messaged me back and he said, Oh, your work is really good. Uh, my dad's going to open up a shop. I was like, Oh, okay. That's nice. Um, where is it located? He didn't tell me it was smash legend until like, right. later <laughs> on in the conversation. Okay. And then he had told me, Oh yeah, my dad smashed. I was like, what do you mean? Like smash, smash. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, like, I, I had no idea in the right. beginning, and then, so we kept on conversating, and I figured out that it was Smash, okay. the legend, okay. and he kept saying that um, he's gonna introduce his work, to, my work to him, Okay, and put in a good word, because that's, you know, that's all he can do, right. so at that point, I knew that I had to do my part, so you know I was invited to the grand opening so I flew okay. in um, okay. sent in my portfolio resume uh, was interviewed and now I'm here
2: <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up and that that just says a lot just about the process sending in your resume you know your portfolio actually having an interview that that says something just about the shop and the level of professionalism because so many oh, shops yeah. you know you just touch down and if they have somebody that's willing to pay booth rent, then they're accepting. Um, doesn't matter the quality of, of, of the cutter or, or anything. So yeah. that, that's what's up. Um, so Smash is doing, he, he he is doing and has done an amazing job of promoting your skills and giving you um, a launching pad with, with this new transition. Um, mm-hmm. Just with the transition, how, how far is El Paso from Houston?
3: I believe it's about 10 or 11 hours away.
2: Wow. Wow. Okay. So, so that's a pretty, pretty, pretty big transition. So how has it been just in terms of, of just the the environment, the, um, the, the shop and just Houston, um, in and of itself, how has the transition been?
3: You know, it's been a lot to take in Mm -hmm. only because Houston is huge. Oh my god, I underestimated how big it is. I, I tried to remember the way to work, but I think it's taking me like in a different route every time. Um, as far, you know, I, have, I haven't been here for two full weeks yet. So wow. I've been here for like a week and a half as far as the shop, the transition is just, you know, it's definitely, I have to st- keep stepping my game up because. You know, compared to the, I can't. You know, this is smashed. I can't. Right, I can't. Right, it right. It's overwhelming. Right. It's a lot to take in. It's a bit uncomfortable because uncomfortable. I'm out of my comfort zone. But it's it's so amazing. I'm super grateful.
2: But you know the key to that. So, and I'm gonna just say it. Just watching your work, your transition. You know, you're about to blow up, right? <laughs> you, Everybody, you, keeps you, 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 you are about to blow up. And I, I think um, that is it is important. And, and even being an older barber, I'm kind of learning because I'm in a situation um, that you talked about, being at a place when where you're just plateauing. I've been cutting for a long time, but I've just started to cut just full time, just threw everything to the side, almost two years now. And in the town I'm, I'm, I'm at, I'm, I'm, my, my head is at, at the ceiling. And... Mm. I think the best comes out of you when your back is on the ropes. When you come out of that comfortable oh, yeah. situation, it's going to test you. And you are really going to get to know yourself and your limits. On top of the fact that when you're, when, when you're cutting with someone with, with the skill set and reputation that he has, iron sharpens iron. That's going to also bring the best out in you. So it's kind of the best of both worlds for you
1: yeah that's that's a dope situation
2: to be in that's a real dope situation to be in so so your first time getting in there and cutting you know I've seen you cut his hair were were you a little bit nervous
3: I'm not gonna lie I was (laughs) this is smash oh my god I was like what if I mess his hairline up or something (laughs) but you know what I kind of like reassured myself I'm like what am I, I know what i'm doing you know what right, i mean right, like right. you kind of i had to calm myself down and then you know smash being smash he's he's an amazing person so you know he he helps me out so much and that's it's something up. he doesn't make me feel uncomfortable he doesn't put me in the spot he tells me if you don't know something just ask you know what that's i mean what's up. um yeah so at the end i felt so comfortable you know i wasn't worried at all
1: that's what's up all right, Jinx, jump on in there, bro. I mean, I'm, I, I'm just going to grill you, not not challenge <laughs> you, but just grill you because I'm not a barber, so I just have kind of just general questions. Okay. Um So when you came, so when you made the move from El Paso to Houston, did you move, was the move made without the situation squared away with uh, Smash and, and being in the shop, or did you know um, – that you were going to be working in the shop. show, so everything with his son, did that already come through before you made the move?
3: Well, you know, everything I felt, I feel like everything just fell into place perfectly because I was already planning the move okay. without knowing I had the job. I just mm. literally had no plan B. I just mm-hmm. said, i'm gonna do my best and I'm going to manifest this, <laughs> and I'm gonna make it happen i i it just worked out for me
1: so God always has plans <laughs> yeah. so with that being so with that being said, uh you mentioned that you were um you were married, so was this something that your husband um just said hey whatever you're doing um we're we're just um we're we're climbing on your back to pursue your your vision and your dream or did he have you know if I might ask what is, what is you know his role in in the move and just you know in your sanity I guess
3: mm-hmm. well he was already thinking about Houston because he has family here
1: okay
3: so Houston. El Paso, he's not a really big fan of El Paso. Okay. So anything but El Paso would have worked out for him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So anything but El Paso. So when I started telling him about Houston, he actually told me first, and I was kind of, like, hesitant. Mm -hmm. But as I started looking at Houston, I started to think, well, my career can grow a lot more. Um, He moved here before me. He was staying with some family. So... It was just a matter of time for me to come over here. Um, he is into MMA fighting, so mm-hmm. a lot more gyms over here, a, a okay. lot bigger, you know, opportunities for him as well.
2: Right? Okay. Okay. Cool. So, um, you speak of of just your career as a barber growing. What What do you? envision or or what are your goals um in regards to to your career as a barber your your ultimate goal
3: my ultimate goal you know I have a couple okay (laughs) I want to um you know I want to eventually have this has nothing to do with cutting hair right now but I guess uh branch out to have my own skincare line that's what's Uh, up to it's going to start for men but it's going to branch out for men and women That's what's um, up. i want to have my own podcast <laughs>
2: okay okay That's what's up. i
3: want to um i want to cut hair because i want to not because i need to That's
2: what's so up.
3: those are those are some of my goals
2: and and it's it's i mean just watching watching smash um just him take off with his products from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I, I think for me, I, I think the true um, testament of, of a barber in, in this generation, as it's evolving long term, is to be able to make money when you're not behind the chair. Um, exactly. It, and and that that is um, also my goal. So that that's big, and it 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 helps when you have someone that um, is taking strides and making it happen because you're right there being able to soak up that knowledge and and get it from someone who's making it happen. So that, that's another benefit Mm
3: -hmm. of of
2: being there. That's that's what's up. no
3: excuses now.
2: (laughs) That's what's up. So as far
3: as,
2: as far as your podcast, um, what type of topics is it? Barbering? What, what is it in regards to? I, um,
3: I'm really into psychology. So, um, my podcast would be a lot more about personal growth about self-development um i would probably go back and forth with like entrepreneurship um depending where i'm at in my life but i really i'm super into um self-development so i would i kind of like mentoring people so yeah Mm
2: -hmm. okay okay so With that being said, so you have that psychology piece, what does Mm -hmm. Ashley, what what other interests does Ashley have when she's not in her euphoric fades um, mentality? When you put that to the side, you put the clippers down, you and your husband are together. What what type of things do you guys like to to do? Um,
3: well, aside from cutting hair, I like to Mm -hmm. read, but that has to do with, you know, my psychology and- Uh, I read a lot of self-development books, um, okay. anything that has to do with mental health. Okay. Um, I really love um, family time. You know, okay. I make time. You know, family is extremely important to me. Relationships are very important to me. So I make That's time so. for that. Um, I really want to get back into cooking. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I want to not. My future kids are not going to eat out. That's the okay. <laughs> and i would say i really enjoy alone time which is okay
2: cool.
3: yeah okay. i like to do a lot of self-reflecting
2: no that's that's not weird that, that's needed I, I i don't think um we appreciate it or get enough of it the average person yes. i mm-hmm. think that that i think that's extremely important it okay really is. okay that's what's up so as we jump back into barbering just a little bit. Um, I'm getting, you know, we're getting a full scope of who Ashley is, with, with, you know, the whole barbering, you know, outside of barbering. But as a whole, what does barbering mean to you? Just just in your words, what does barbering mean to you?
3: Barbering. I feel like I apply a lot of my own values into barbering. You know, like I said, relationships are super important to me um okay so I feel like every client that comes in my chair is an opportunity is a relationship is a friendship is uh, I was so heartbroken like letting go of some of my clients now so right. you know what I right. mean so right you know I apply that into my own career and it means so much to me that I can impact somebody's life as much as they impact mine so, it, so it's much more than cutting hair you know and I just happen to be good at it. <laughs> to be honest,
2: everything else, That's up. I, I do 100% of it. That's what's up. That's what's up. So for me, I have a, a, a couple more um, questions as we're rounding out. Jinx, I don't know if you have any more. Um, but I, I think it, it's important as listeners um, listen to this. And just for our, our ladies and, and young ladies, because... I, I'm pretty sure there, there are females out there that wanna be barbers and, and, you know, but just kind of feel maybe it's not a place for quote unquote females. What advice mm-hmm. would you give young um, women that are aspiring, uh, aspiring to be barbers?
3: I would say build your confidence. Don't get intimidated by male barbers. Don't compare yourself and work on your craft just focus on that just don't compare your work you know I would take some notes if you have to but don't compare yourself that'll that's a confidence killer (laughs) just work on your confidence because being a female barber you have to be confident a lot of you if you're not confident even if you're good a lot of people are going to reject you just because just for that reason even if you know you can do it you know right and it's very intimidating in the beginning it's extremely intimidating so just work on the
2: confidence that's what's up that's what's Mm -hmm. up so lastly for me and this is one of my favorite questions um always for for barbers if there was one person that you could put in your chair and cut just one time from any era who would it be and why
3: oh i didn't read from any era okay (laughs) um okay So, I'm just going to say, this is the one I had in mind. Mm -hmm. I would say Frank Ocean, only because I love his music, and I feel like he would let me do any kind of color on his hair, because it's so hard to find people (laughs) that want to do cool stuff to their hair. Right. (laughs) So, I feel like (laughs) he would definitely let me do some cool stuff. (laughs)
2: That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up jinx you 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 got any
1: you know i i just i i just want to um i'm i'm intrigued with the move you know you've only been in houston for two two weeks and um you're i don't even want to say starting over but starting anew, and you know in a new shop so I, i i mean not just for barbers but just for people that want that fresh start um, what is what is the biggest um, adjustment that you had to make you know going out with the old in with the new in that transition like I know you said you the clients letting the clients know like just first things first how, how did those conversations go telling the clients, I'm leaving? Was it crying? Was it hugs? Was it like, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I think the
3: hardest part about it was the fact that I decided like two months before I moved out here. Mm-hmm. I had the idea three months before, but I really decided, and this was a day before New Year's that I was like, okay, yeah, I'm leaving to Houston. Okay. Um, So... I told my clients and they were like, hold up, what? Like, you're leaving in February? <laughs> like, you can't just leave me, you know what I mean? And at the time, even if I had made that decision, I didn't know if I was hired for right. Smashing the City. So right. I was nervous so many times, like telling my clients, well, I have this potential opportunity. And they were like, well, do you know if you have it? Or You know, I had a lot of people make me even more nervous, but... Most of my clients were so supportive and it broke my heart, like, really, like, because they still comment on my posts, like, I miss you so much, right. you, know? <laughs> I, you know, I build, like, they're my friends, they're people right. that I interacted with for, like, the past year being my client, so, right. you know, it was really heartbreaking, but I know that once I touch El Paso down again, that I'm going to see them again, and I'm going to cut right. their hair, and it's going to be like, we've never separated.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. That's what's up.
1: And another thing, and, and I What's just that? have maybe two more questions. So the um, the shop environment, especially the barbers, not super cuss, but the barbershop environment, um, how do you walk that line of being the girly girl, as you described, but still allowing, you know, men to feel comfortable in a shop talking about typical things that we talk about in the barbershop i get it that's
2: a good good question
3: (laughs) you know i'm not the like i said i feel like i'm a mediator in a way so i'm not the kind of person that unless they're you know blatantly disrespecting me but i'm not the kind of person to say well i'm around so you don't you know don't say this kind of stuff you know um i understand that it's you know, 15 guys and at this other shop that I was in, it was two girls. It was two of us. So, you know, nine times out of 10, they didn't care if we were even around (laughs) You know, at at that point. um, I just, the way I made my clients feel comfortable is literally just being myself. I, you know, they sat in my chair. If they doubted me, they doubted me. I would just say, well, if you're willing to trust me, I'll show you my work. And that's that. I am a a people's person, so I love conversating, I love learning about other people, so it was really smooth for me to like make my clients feel comfortable, you know, and I feel like me being confident in that made them feel more comfortable in itself, so it wasn't really hard as far as me being like super girly and everyone else not being super girly. I think I just, you know, well, it's who I am. I just let my work speak for itself.
1: And my last question. Um, well, what well, what kind of music do you so so if if somebody says, okay, you fork underscore fades, you 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 the DJ in the shop with your Mexican background and I'm married to a Puerto Rican. So what would be besides Frank Ocean I know that's gonna hit the playlist but you know would you hit them with the Spanish music or, or, or... I would why
3: not right okay. yes I
1: would everything
3: everything the old reggaeton the daddy yankee everything
1: that's okay you know but those yes. are hot artists they done they don't made the cross so I thought you was gonna really like hit them with the real like ethnic mexican oh yeah oh you're
3: talking about like norteñas cumbias everything you know it's so crazy because in el paso if you walk in a bar the barbershop that i worked in they play everything Mm. like all kinds of music and it was funny because one of my clients commented one time and he's like I think El Paso is the only place where they play Mexican music in a barbershop. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so funny because usually everyone's like, well, just put barbershop music, which is rap music, you know, everybody, you know, it's so the culture in it, you know, it's always rap music in a barbershop. So, you know, it was different for us to always be playing Mexican music. (laughs) Cool.
2: That's what's up. All right.
1: All right. Well,
2: well, this has, has been um, an amazing interview. Um, our first guest um, was a female barber and then you. And hopefully this will, will set, you know, a, a trend, you know, to, to have more female barbers on because I really want to, um, you know, me and my partner to continue to shine a light on you guys and, and, and what you do. We do not bring anyone on that does not, um, inspire us. So when, when I'm watching your work, I'm listening to your story, your transition, because I'm kind of back and forth about, you know, uprooting and, and moving. And so not only your work, but just your story um, is an inspiring and, and you and your husband willing to um, take that leap of faith and, and let God work and, and bet on yourself. Um, that, that's huge. And I know that, you know, it'll be nothing but blessings for you. Like I said, you, you're going to blow up. Um, thank you. I you, 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 you. Your work, that you know, your, your work and, and what you do, there's there's no holding you back. The sky's the limit. Um, and, you know, it, it's been a privilege and we greatly appreciate. It. Um,
3: oh, thank you, thank e- you for even, having me. <laughs>
2: absolutely. E- even with that, when, when you get a chance, because I just, from, from, your perspective as a female and attention to detail, you get a chance to check out my page. Just give me feedback. Cause yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm inspired by what you do. Like I said, and Jinx, I'm going to show you the the, the specific photos I'm, I'm talking about with those transition. I was like, wow. Yeah. So um, again, it, it's been a pleasure with all you have going on with your transition only being there um, a week. We greatly appreciate it. Um, Thank you so much. At the end of this, I always give a shout out to the Clipper companies, um, Andy's Wall, Babless, Oyster, JRL, um, Bevel, Caliber, just everybody, four months, just for providing us with the tools to do what it is that we do and allow us to cut our way out. Of so course. we greatly, greatly appreciate it.
1: So, yeah, that is, uh, this is the I Cut My Way Out podcast. I'd like to uh, extend a special thanks to Ashley, also known as at euphoric underscore phase on IG. Again, check out her page. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So we are everywhere where you can listen to podcasts, most notably YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeart. I We are everywhere where you can listen and put in a, uh, and you can use your search, your favorite search engine. I cut my way out. We will be number one. Thank you for all your support. At Euphoric Faye, Ashley, thank you once again. Uh, for, for coming on. I
0: had to do um, it all Working two jobs to provide while I pursue the ball Hoop dreams No problem doing my own thing Stepped in the world to get a win for the home team Lace the sneakers for the crowd in the bleachers This but get away from the lesson like beaches But 5-9 Don't follow the lead guideline Part of a champ But I gotta tuck my pride now off to college for the knowledge, try my hand at math. But one call from back home really changed my path. My first born, now I got a mouth to feed. Told the southeast I got a whole new route to lead. Young father, odd jobs every day is real. Turn to the streets to try to eat or maybe pay a bill. Not proud of it, but I got it cooking good. But prison time on the mine wasn't looking good. I can't afford the price, so I tried the corporate life. Something wasn't sitting right. Every night I'm tossing like They don't appreciate all my hard work, so I went ahead and jumped. Let the Lord work. Beer culture 2020, yeah, we taking over. From the clippers to the hoodies that be draping over. My I, I, I got a whole different plan. I, I, I gotta see how this play out. Hoping that it pay out. Trying to cut my way out. Yeah, I put the clippers in my hand. I, I, I got a whole different plan. I, I, I gotta see how this play out. Hoping that it pay out. Trying to cut my way out.
1: Come am